Archbishop Carlo Maria Vigano it has, as predicted, responded to Pope Francis's letter, or statements rather, telling everyone that they must submit to Vatican II, otherwise they are not in the church. He begins his letter with pretty much a paragraph that is so spicy I can't say it here. I am going to start on the second one. The first paragraph just tells you about everything going on right now in the city of man, as I often call it. It's the second paragraph on that he be, that he focuses on that statement. His point in the first is, of course, that Francis is fiddling while the city of man, well, descends into the state that it's in now. So anyway, beginning with the second paragraph. And if you would like to read this for yourself, it's linked in the show notes at returntotradition.org. That is my website. There's no paywall there. Just go. You can read. You can follow the link there. I can't put it on here because of, well, obvious reasons, but you'll get the meat of his response here. Quoting Vigano. In this monologue, written in all probability by some grave functionary at the CEI in an outline form, and then developed off the cuff, thanks to the improvisation in which the August Order excels, all the words that are dear to the followers of the conciliar church are used. First and foremost, the word kerygma, that every good modernist can never omit in his homilies, despite the fact he is always, almost always ignorant of the meaning of the Greek term, which, with all probability, he does not even know how to decline without stumbling on accents and endings. Obviously, the ignorance of those who repeat the refrain of Vatican II is the instrumentum regni, ever since the clergy were forced to set aside Catholic doctrine in order to privilege the creative approach of the new way. Certainly, using the word announcement instead of kerygma would trivialize the speeches of the initiates and also reveal how much, they, how much the hierarchy just does not like the majority who stubbornly cling to the forbidden post-Tridentine notionism. It is no co coincidence that the innovators detest with all their strength the catechism of St. Pius X, which in the brevity and clarity of its questions and answers does not leave any margins for the catechist's creativity. The catechist should be, but for 60 years no longer has been, the one who transmits that which he has received, not an elusive quote-unquote personal recollection of salvation history, that from time to time chooses which truths to transmit and which ones to leave aside in order to not offend the listener. In the merciful Bergolian church, the heir of the post-conciliar church, which are both variants of a spirit that no longer has anything Catholic about it, it is licit to discuss, contest, and reject any dogma, any truth of the faith, any magisterial document, and any papal pronunciation prior to 1958. Since, according to the words of Francis, one can be brothers and sisters of everyone independently of faith. Any believer can clearly understand the very grave implications of the present pseudo-magisterium, which brazenly contradicts the constant teaching of sacred scripture, the divine tradition, and the apostolic magisterium. However, the naive victim of decades of conciliar reprogramming of Catholics could believe that, in this composite babble of heretics, protesters, and those who given over to vice, there remains at least some space for those who are orthodox, devoted subjects of the Roman pontiff, and virtuous. All brothers, this principle of indistinct acceptance knows no limits, except for actually being Catholic. In fact, we read in the monologue given by Bergoglio in the Sala Clementia on January 30th, quote, This magisterium, the council, is the magisterium of the church. Either you are with the church and therefore you follow the council, and if you do not follow the council or you interpret it in your own way, as you wish, you are not with the church. 
you, we must be demanding and strict on this point. The council should not be negotiated in order to have more of these. No, the council as it is. And this problem that we are experiencing of selectivity with respect to the council has been repeated throughout the history with other councils. End quote. May the reader have the goodness not to dwell on the uncertain prose of our orator, who in his off-the-cuff improvisation combines doctrinal chaos with the slaughter of syntax. The message of the speech to Catechist precipitates the merciful words of Fratelli Tutti into contradiction, forcing a necessary change of the title of the quote-unquote encyclical letter to all brothers with the exception of Catholics. And if it is very true and acceptable that the councils of the Catholic Church are part of the magisterium, the same cannot be said for the only quote-unquote council of the new church, which, as I have stated many times, constitutes the most colossal deception that was ever carried out by the shepherds of the Lord's flock, a deception, repetita juvant, which occurred in the moment in which a clique of dissenting experts decided to use the instruments of ecclesiastical governance, authority, magisterial acts, papal discourses, documents of the congregations, text of the liturgy, with a purpose opposed to that which the divine founder established when he instituted the Holy Church. In so doing, the subjects were forced to adhere to a new faith, ever more blatantly uncatholic and ultimately antichristic, usurping the sacred authority of the old, despised and deprecated pre-conciliar religion. We therefore find ourselves in the grotesque situation of hearing the denial of the most holy trinity, the divinity of our Lord, the doctrine of suffrages for the dead, the purposes of the holy sacrifice of the mass, transubstantiation, the perpetual virginity of Mary most holy, without incurring any canonical sanction. If this were not the case, almost all the consultors of Vatican II and the present Roman Curia would have already been excommunicated. But, quote, if you do not follow the council or you interpret it in your own way as you wish, you are not with the church, end quote. Bergoglio's gloss on this demanding condemnation of any criticism of the council leaves us truly incredulous, quote, it makes me think of a group of bishops who left after Vatican I, a group of lay people, groups to continue the quote-unquote true doctrine that was not that of Vatican I. We are the true Catholics. Today, they ordain others, and mostly quote. It should be noted that a group of bishops, a group of lay people, groups that refused to adhere to the infallibly defined doctrine of the First Vatican Ecumenical Council were immediately condemned and excommunicated, while today they would be welcomed with open arms regardless of faith, and that the popes who at that time condemned the old Catholics would today condemn Vatican II, and would be accused by Bergoglio of not being with the church. On the other hand, the lectresses and acolytesses of recent invention are not a prelude to anything ex else except the place of today they ordain others, where those who, they, who abandon the teaching of Christ invariably end up. Curiously, ecumenical openness, the synodal path, and the Pac-Man Mama do not prevent the showing of disregard towards Catholics whose only fault is that they do not want to apostatize from the faith. And yet, when Bergoglio speaks of, quote, no concession to those who try to present a catechesis that does not agree with the magisterium of the church, end quote, he disavows himself and the alleged primacy of the pastoral over doctrine that is theorized in Amoris Laetitia as the conquest of those who build bridges and not walls, to use an expression dear to the courtiers of Santa Marta. So, from now on, we could update the incipit of the Athanasian Creed, qui cumve vult salvus est, ante omnia opus est, ut teniet modernesterum hadesum. Signed, Carlo Maria Vigano, Archbishop, 3rd of February, 2021. So there you have it, the letter from Archbishop Carlo Maria Vigano, responding as I expected him to, 
And I recorded this at the last minute to get this to you today instead of waiting till Monday. If you'd like to read the letter for yourself in full, it is available on my blog at returntotradition.org in today's show notes where I post things there to preserve them for all posterity. From there, you'll find a link to where it can be found. Um, as an aside, we appear to have entered letter season. Two letters this week from Vigano, and I have a letter for you from another prelate in the church, but that'll wait, that can wait till Monday, because it's not ex extremely timely. But anyway, let me know your thoughts on this in the comments, please. And as always, please pray for the church. Thank you for listening. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.